When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's time for the Big Ugly Tailgate, bringing the party to the radio with Casey Studdard, Johnny Rogers, and Ben Buckman. Say pods. You never know who's going to show up to the tailgate. Talking sports, food, music, and all things ATX on the station that says what Austin sports fans are thinking. The Horn. You can run on for a long time. Run on for a long time, run on for a long time. Sooner or later, gotta cut you down. Sooner or later, gotta cut you down. Go tell Good morning, Austin, Texas. A beautiful day here in the capital city. You are listening to the Big Ugly Tailgate here on the Horn. You got Johnny Rogers live in studio with. Jamie Frazier. Good morning, Jamie. Good morning, John. We got TikTok tie in the box. Uh, Seb Hodge is out of town today. He's uh, on a flight right now down to the Bahamas. No, PJ or no, no, commercial. he's oh. he's he's Gen Pop Gen Pop this weekend. So uh, you know he's he's going down for a quick twenty four hour trip. I mean he goes out, he goes to the Bahamas like the rest of us go to like Dripping Springs for the day. It's he got. They have a place well, that's down because, there. That's because of Discovery. Yeah, no. This is this is a personal trip, and by the way, we do have Casey Stuttered, lifetime Longhorn legend, joining us via live remote from Whitfield's Barbecue this morning. Casey, what up, bud? Oh, actually, Whitfield's is closed. I Man, I got oh. a bunch of stuff going on. You got a uh, got alumni weekend, Texas Spring game, huh? Yeah, I got all that, and then uh, played golf yesterday with all the all the guys. Um, Going to see a bunch of the. I don't want to. I don't want to. Don't want to say the name of the course, but. <laughs> I heard it was not in the greatest of shape. Uh, it was not. Um, and the thing is, it messes up, but made me really mad about the whole situation is, and every time I see these baseball players, I'm going to talk a lot of crap to them because they piss me off. Because we're all sitting there, I was like, and I asked Jason Glenn, and his wife was big in the T Association. She, she's done retired now, but she was there right. and took care of us for many years. And uh, Courtney was telling us that the baseball players – had their little alumni thing at UT course where we were all like, why don't we do a UT course? Every golf cart has one of our names on it. Yeah. It has no baseball players' names on it. And I guess they ran up like a, you know, their alcohol bill is around 40 grand. <laughs> and they, uh, they got a little schnockered out there. Some carts got hammered. <laughs> so, so they're not out. allowed to be there. I was like, that's, they can't hold their course. They can't. They're not allowed to uh, have their, uh, <laughs> so their the, thing at UT course anymore. So the baseball players and the old baseball ruined players it ruined it for athlete. everybody. Ruined it for all athletes. Justin Simmons, Gilfolin, the whole crew. I bet those guys all were just them. causing a ruckus. All of them. Houston, Houston Street guys. out there just doing donuts in, in a golf cart. Oh yeah, yeah. You got everybody out there. Who else is on that team? You got freaking oh, there's so many of them. Oh yeah, I mean that was you know. That was that was yeah, a really that was a really freaking, fun group. No, they're great. I love all the Crouches. I think there was a. I, wish, I think Will Crouch was in that crew. Uh, Drew Stubbies was wasn't Stubbies on that crew Stubbs, too? Hell yeah, Stubbies on that squad. 
So, so what was it? So, what was it yesterday? Y'all had a, it was an alumni, a, a Letterman's Association. It's always, it's always just ex football player T okay. association because the T association is a T ring. Yeah, the T ring is just supposed to be for for football. Mm-hmm. But these new these new athletic directors came in and <laughs> give it to every sport. Give it to every sport. Does everybody get a participation ribbon now too, or what? Dude, if you, if you didn't if you didn't letter to get a T ring, you'd have to get a letter and graduate. Right. Well, isn't that also why a lot that's of the guys gone, will come back that's and get the ring gone out the window? What do you mean? That's... Yeah, you want to graduate? You can't get it unless you graduate. So yeah, a lot of guys will come back and get that ring. Mm-hmm. Well, it looked but, like yeah, no, it looked like there was a ton of guys that are coming back for the spring game, like former players. Good crowd in. I'm. I yeah. I mean I. I mean. I really, I mean, when you go to the golf tournament, it wasn't really. You no, know, a lot of the, not a lot of the new younger players went there. You know what I mean? Sure. Uh, but yeah, but man, yeah. It, it, I saw some photos of like, and granted, the the course was aerating the greens or had just done that, and it was just, but it looked like it was just like clumps of dirt all over the green. No, I hit, I stuck one on the green that, that literally I had to dig my ball out. <laughs> well, I was like, I was like twelve feet pin high. From the pin or whatever, and and that thing was like whack, and I got up there like dig it out of mud. Ew. But it's all right. All good, brother. It's all right. Though. It, was fun. it was a fun day, though. You know. Yeah. Are you going to get a chance yeah. to go to spring game? Kicks off today. Doors open at DKR at at eleven a.m. Kickoff to the to the game starts about one p.m. I believe. Is that correct? I think so. Are you going down there? I you know. Uh, I'll be down there for a little bit, but I'll be at the spring game for a second, then I'm going to get out of there. I heard it. More drop off some food and get the hell out of there. Gotcha. Jamie, you going to go to the spring game? drink beer at my house. No, I got to get a Waco for a funeral. Gotcha. I'm yeah. sorry to hear that. Well, yeah. Thanks for, thanks for getting rocking and rolling, Jamie. <laughs> <laughs> thanks yeah. for your job. Got a smile on your face. Let's go. Yeah. Like, uh yeah, no, I uh, I was up in Denver on Tuesday, Wednesday, meeting with uh, uh, meeting with some CU buffs. That was pretty cool. Now, I also uh, just read where there's there's a big announcement. I don't know the details. Maybe one of you guys can help me fill it in. But Texas just announced that University of Texas just announced they're going to rebuild the football practice facilities. <laughs> And I is, saw that. And is that going to go where the swim center was? Because it looks like it's right no, there behind. Work, so, no, the social work building. Okay. They're taking the social work building out. They're going to put it right there. And the swim center is still going to be there right to the left of it on the corner of MLK and San Jack. Yeah. And then right right where literally that little the social work building is where I used to tailgate. So that's right where they're going to put that whole thing at. You know what's crazy? You know what I heard, too? This is what's making me mad, and I'm going to get on CDC's punk ass about this. Add it to the list. Listen to this. Listen to this. If you're a letter winner at Georgia, and you, if you, no, it's not even that. If you want a conference at Georgia, and you're, if you want a conference at Georgia, and you're a letter winner, you have free parking underneath the stadium for life. All right, wait, say that again. If you are on a yes. team that has you, won a conference won a championship? Conference championship, yes, sir, or national championship, they um, you get free parking underneath the uh, – Is is that any sport or is that just in football? Football. Okay. Would you even want to park under the stadium? I feel like that would be a, a, to a tough to get out. Well, yeah. they don't allow tailgating anymore, so what are you doing? 
true. What would you what would you, so you you rather walk or would you rather just pull right up underneath the stadium and, and walk <laughs> into your seat and your cold beer? True. true. Come on, Ty. Come on, Ty. When you when you have that pass, there's no. Nope. Uh, that's the big no, baller pass. That's the big baller that, that's pass. That's what we. Yeah. That's what they do at Westlake now. If you want a state championship, you just pull right up. Oh, that's and they where I park. park your car for you. Oh, I park right on the stadium. There you go. You know, Tyson. Tyson, Tyson, yeah. Tyson lost. Get to park Johnny's car. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Ty, Ty's holding my keys. Like, hey, put that up front, buddy. Here's an extra five. <laughs> you tip well, though. Johnny tips good. I hear. I do. I do. Not like not like Scotty. No tip and Pippin. I actually do tip. <laughs> But yeah, we got we got a spring yeah. game today. Uh, I was talking with uh, a couple guys yesterday about the way they're going to divide the team. This wasn't like a you know draft or anything like that. This was purely Sark dividing the teams up, and you're going to see a lot of you're going to see a lot of football. Uh, and nope. I think I think the biggest the two biggest things for me that I think people are going to show up. <laughs> one, they want to see number sixteen in burnt orange. This will be the first opportunity for a lot of the public. To see Arch actually it's take a, the field as a Texas Manning Longhorn. family showing up today? I don't know. I, don't know. I, I imagine. I imagine. I mean, Cooper. They'll I'm be not, here. Yeah. I mean, the, his his family will be here. Yes. His immediate family. Correct. Once he has that. Once he has that C and the starter on him. Yeah, you'll, you'll see Peyton and that, Eli that, the crew. You'll see the rest of the crew show up. But you know, but the, the good thing is, is they're a family that understands like. How much work goes into it? You know what I'm saying. They get all that. They're okay. you know they're Manning family. There's just you know what I mean. So, um, does, was yours? Does he have his own parking spot? Because he had a little problem before. <laughs> he got to, did he get towed last year? He got towed last year. Lost well, his idea. It's because he took Ar- it's because he took Ar- Archie's spot. spot. <laughs> That's right. <Yeah>. Don't pit. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, you're I gonna. Quentin, I hope Quentin steps it up this year. I, honest to God, I hope Quentin steps it up this year. Me too. I mean, he's a great quarterback. He just needs to get out of his head yep. a little bit. What I think, just from what I observe, and and go out there and sh- and show his talent and 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 not make this a debate of Arch might be able to play. Like he needs to go take it over and it be his team. And the guys love him. I know that. I can see that. Yeah. They, you know, they they love. Um, Quentin, like that's no BS. Quentin's well, a good kid. He, he is. You know a good I mean, kid. he ain't no. He's a good kid. You know what I mean? And it's, it's and so, I hope what happens is, is he goes out has a good. I mean, not, I'm not talking about spring. I'm talking about the season. You know, he goes yeah. out and does his thing, and we can we can redshirt Arch because I know everybody's going to be. You know, all these freaking fans. They're like, oh, bring in Arch. Quentin's blowing it. Ugh. Like, no, you guys don't want that. Believe me, you don't want that. You don't want Arch out there as a true freshman. He's going to get in his four little games because he's allowed to play in those Correct. four little games yeah. because, you know, the, the new rules now. But just just if he goes out there and balls out against little sisters of the poor, don't be like, oh, we need to take Quentin's spot. You know, and that's what's <laughs> going to happen. That's what sucks. You know, so it's like you got like fans just need to understand if, if Quentin's out there playing pretty well, like if he has a hiccup on a game, okay, he'll have a hiccup. I mean, shoot, the best always do. But we don't. We need Arch to redshirt. He's he's still going to be. A, I mean, Quinn's going to be a sophomore. Okay. I mean, he he got some action last year as a freshman, uh, and I think kind of, in my opinion, and maybe this is just my point of view, but I feel like a lot of folks, not just Texas, just around uh, the college football world, really gave Quinn a bad rep because he left high school. He was the only first and only player to ever leave high school early to jump up and go after some NIL money. Now, does that make him a bad it's, it's kid? It's not dumb, though. Yeah, no, well, it's, not, it's dumb. not dumb. Correct. 
Like, what do you what are you doing? If you're if your kids in that situation, person talking crap, you know, all these older people talking all this mess about him. Yeah. If you're in that position, you do the exact same freaking thing. You're freaking 17 years old, and someone's going to offer you $2 million. Kiss my ass, boys. <laughs> Every time. Let's roll. Absolutely. Every, Every single time. time. No, I mean, if you look. the best start to life that you can ever get in your life. It you is. You can't get a better start to life than that. And if you ever it's got. It's hard to make $2 million. And if you I don't ever. Care what, to make your first million is really hard to do. And, and, ever, and it, it, it's, it's insane. Go if, ahead. Sorry. If he ever got injured, he's already been paid. Yeah. I mean,. Catastrophic knee injury. Catastrophic. Uh, I mean, look at Max Duggan. Okay, Max Duggan last year at the beginning of the season or two years ago, they found a defect. Yeah, but they found a defect in his heart. Right. Right. And he had to have open heart surgery, a nine hour surgery, to come back and was the backup. Mm. Right. Like if that was Quinn Ewers, and all of a sudden they figure out that he's got a heart defect, but he's got two million in the bank. He said, "You gonna be mad at him now?" No, absolutely not. So I mean it's a it's absolutely a new day and age where where kids are able to put themselves in a better life position now. And yeah, Quinn Ewers might might end up being an all American first round draft pick and make millions and hundreds of millions of dollars. But one play, one second can change everything. So I can't ever fault a guy for going after and getting his you know, money. I'm I'm more interested I think you have the you know, the quarterbacks, wide receivers, running backs, I think you have the talent there, but I just want to make sure You've got a pancake factory, yeah. Because and it's got to be deep because those guys are going to get hurt. Those guys are going to go out. And I don't know, Casey. They, what's your... they uh, you know, talk, 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 Stark. You know, yesterday speaking with him, he's like, "Man, we we've signed thirteen linemen. Yeah, wow, big guys. You know what I mean? Big guys, thirteen linemen that they've really gone deep and gotting. You know, getting and the gotting. What kind of late English is that? I mean." Listen too much of this Biden BS. You make me sound like a dumbass. You're drinking too much Bud Light over there, Case. Hey, no Bud Light, no Bud Light at this house. Even on the golf them. course yesterday, no Bud Light. It was awesome. <laughs> it was awesome. I had to deal with that crap. I'll never, have, I'll never drink any Anheuser again. Lost five billion dollars. Uh, but, but real quick, back to uh, Texas and the offensive line. Uh, heard that Hayden Connor had a huge spring ball, so, as well as Jake Majors. Um, but both those two guys kind of stepping up and and stepping out as as the leaders from that offensive line. Case, have you got a chance to watch those guys at all? Yeah, I, yeah, I guess. Okay, <laughs> all right. Yeah. That's that insider knowledge we wanted to know. <laughs> right, that. Down. But you also I got guess. you also got Kelvin Banks, uh, who that's I don't know how one, much. That's the, that's the one. That's the one that. That's the one right there. Mm-hmm. I don't know how he could get the I mean, guy. The year that he had as a freshman, he was dominant. He was a dominant, dominant football player last year. No, and, I'm trying to tell you that's he's a first. He'll be top ten pick yeah, in two years, no doubt. And such he is, he's going to play next. He, he, we have him for two years. We have a badass left tackle for two years. Hell yeah. He he needs to he needs to find one of those young ones that's coming in and groom his ass. Yeah. But that's that's what makes great teams is those older guys that are great like he is passes that down holds everybody to a standard type stuff like that so everybody's you know ready to go yeah but i mean he again i don't know how much better i mean kelvin you're right i I mean kelvin is the next coming of a leonard davis type type guy a once in a generation type of 
offensive lineman. And by the way, one of the best kids that you'll ever meet in your life. The nicest, humble, great guy, family man. Just, just I'm a big, big fan of Kelvin Banks. He is a good kid, though, too. He's a, you see him and you're like, his perception doesn't meet his perception on the field, and I like that. Yeah. Um, looking at some of the other positions, tight end, I mean, you've got Jatavian Sanders coming back. Uh, Gunner Helm be there. I mean, do you see much of the, the tight ends getting into the mix next year with Quinn? They need to. I mean, you just got to think about it. These linebackers, we can find a tight end that can get open and bust up on a linebacker and no one can cover him. I mean, look at the NFL. Look what these guys are doing. Find that guy. Yeah. But it's weird, though, because you – you don't see – okay, the Kelseys, the Gronks, they were good tight ends, but they really weren't those passing tight ends in college. You know yeah. what I mean? They are more bangers. Correct. They were bangers. Dogs. That became Like, yeah, you know what I mean? So it's like you want a guy that – Shocky. Teach me – yeah, you know what I mean? Oh, dude, I got some great stories. Shocky. <laughs> I think I got hammered with that guy. Shocky. Shocky had lines following him yeah. in Miami. Oh, I bet. But, um, yeah, they're pretty wild. No, but those guys, I mean, if you look at them in, in, in their college careers, you don't really see – you don't really see in college dominant tight ends because no one really – the quarterbacks don't have that skill. They don't – the offenses in college, you don't really – you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, oh, this guy's going to be a good tight end. Yeah, but you don't – his numbers aren't crazy. Correct. Well, and You know a, what I mean? The numbers aren't nuts. And you got to have – I mean, for the most part in, in college, you got to have an athletic tight end, right? Like – a lot of this, yeah. a lot of the offenses, at least down here in the Big Twelve, is get the ball out of your hands, get it into the the hands of the playmaker, and let them do the work, yeah. right? And so, yeah, you know, yeah. you you've got guys like Ad Mitchell, Jonte Cook, DeAndre Moore. Those guys, those are the guys you want to get the ball in their hands right away. Um, yeah. But I really feel like you know you're going to have some. Th- you're going to you know Texas takes a little bit of a step back at running back now that Bijan's gone. But you've got. It should re- be fade ball. Fade ball. What's the number zero? Jatavion Sanders. Tight end of ours. Yep, Jatavion. Is he number zero? Yep. I mean, he he's yeah, a. So I think like, he's a preseason All American. Should be. I mean, he has it, to be. I mean, he should be. Look at the impact a guy like Brock Bowers on Georgia, their tight end, has had oh, God, in the yeah. last three years. I Saw mean, that firsthand. Since his freshman year, he's been their number but no, one. But, but yeah, no, I hear you on that. But I, but it's one of those things like they don't people don't hit the tight ends in college if you look at it statistically. Oh, you have the to. Best teams you do. have to seek it out for sure. Which I mean, Georgia does. You know what I mean? Yeah. Especially with a, I mean, I, Quinn Ewers is a better quarterback than Stetson Bennett, and Stetson. And I think, think I think a lot, and right. I think a lot of it is too, though. Ty is that they, uh, with Georgia, they've had these great offensive lines, so that so the quarterback could even check down to the second, third read. You know what I mean? Oh. At Texas, at Texas, the last few years, you know, I mean, even last year, you know. You know, Rod B, he had the best statistic ever, and he said that uh, – he said, you know what's crazy? Is that Bijan and Rojan are the best running backs in the nation, but they led the league in broken tackles behind the line of scrimmage. Ah. That means the O-line wasn't so doing that, their job. That's, that concerns me. Yeah. That's what concerns that's me. That's interesting. That, I hadn't that heard right that. There. Um, yeah, so that's that's the one thing. It's like, yeah, and, and then, you know, so that's, that's what scares me a little bit. It's like – you had those great two backs, and the O line is doing pretty well. But it's they're not sticking on their guys. You know, if the, if the running back, if the running back's making a a uh, this, breaking a tackle in the backfield, that means someone came scot free. Yeah, that's supposed to be picked up. 
Well, like we were talking a little bit earlier, I think the two reasons that a lot of people are going to come to the game, the spring game this, this afternoon at Texas, one, you're, everybody's going to want to see number 16, Arch Manning, and burn orange and see what he can do. Uh, but two, I think the other biggest question mark, uh, and I don't think it's a question mark, I think it's just a matter of who's going to be that guy is at the running back position, right? I think Jonathan Brooks has stepped up in the spring and done a really good job. Cedric Baxter, the freshman, true freshman from Florida, the Florida kid. Yeah. yeah. Well, Brooks has been. I hear he's. I hear he's faster than hell. Yeah. Brooks had, had hernia, hernia surgery in the off season, so that gave a chance for um, Blue. Yeah. For him, Jaden Blue to step up, and he didn't play at all in the bowl game, which disappointed a lot of people. But supposedly he's he should get a bulk of the carries today, and then Savion Red who. Uh, switched over from wide receiver has looked really good. He's been one of the bright who's spots that, this spring. Who's that kid from Georgia that transferred over? Ad um, Mitchell, the wide receiver. Yeah, yeah, he's been like he's been a, he's been the most. Reading what I've you know looking at some of the websites yeah. and and kind of learning you know hearing some of the podcasts and things like that. They said Ad Mitchell just looks incredible, just like the most noticeable guy out there. Maybe not the best, but he was definitely a guy that that has made left a pretty big impression let's let's remember not to put well, too much stock into today though yeah oh yeah i mean this is the thing about a fun this is a fun day for for the texas fans to get out there see who this next wave of of players are going to be um, but i think you got to give jay and blue a lot of the carries because i mean nowadays I mean, maybe maybe that's just my thinking on this is that if you don't give some of these third you know the guys that are in, you know, second, the backups, the third guys, the fourth guys, if they're not getting touches today, guess what? The portal opens up here. Oh, well, like, that's going to happen. I mean, yeah. the three guys already got in the port, like Brennan Thompson, Speedster, who skipped the spring to run track. Yeah. He entered the portal he got uh, this week. Uh, a few other defensive players, Bye-bye. though, too. But that's what I'm saying. But like, we'll also get a few guys. But if you don't get Jaden Blue his touches today, he might be thinking, hey, you know what? Texas doesn't really value me. I think I'm going to roll go somewhere else. Now, I wouldn't be surprised if – Jonathan Brooks or Jaden Blue, one of them transferred. Yeah, but, at the end of the spring. But hopefully they don't, and you got a three-headed monster coming back next year for for Texas. At well, and, and we saw Keelan Robinson. Yeah. Can't forget about him. Too. No doubt, no but, doubt. I mean, we saw what he was between the tackles in the bowl game, and it wasn't very great. I still think he'll be a gadget guy this year, a jet sweep. I mean, he's still got insane speed. We we need to utilize it, but I don't think he'll be a future back at all during this during this year. Gotcha. Well, I'll tell you what, we're going to pick this conversation back up. we got to take a quick commercial break. You are listening to the Big Ugly Tailgate here on the Horn. Who let the dogs out? Who, 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 who let the dogs out? Who, 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 who let the dogs out? Who, 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 who let the dogs out? Good morning, Austin, Texas. Another beautiful day here in the capital city. Johnny Rogers. We've got James Frazier in the house. We've got TikTok tie in the box. We got Casey Stuttered joining us live on the telephone line. And we've got our fellow co-host who's sitting on an airplane right now somewhere over the state of Georgia listening to the big ugly tailgate on a Delta Airlines. Our man, Hey Pines! Betty Buckman. In a first class pod. Oh, he's definitely in a first class. He's, he's definitely not in the coach. He's not a coach guy. See how much money they lost, uh, Delta, in the first quarter? No. Like $350 um, million. It's a little less than Budweiser. Yeah. It just, was this $5 billion? Yeah. Yeah. Wait, Budweiser lost $5 billion in the first quarter? No. no just, just after the release. After the release of, no. their, of their new spokesperson. Actually? Yeah, the, the company went down 5%. Yeah. Huh. Lost $5 billion. It's funny how that works. 
is what it is. But uh, but Case, what's going on this morning, man? Where do you are you? Are you down delivering some, some lights? What are you doing, Case? <laughs> you taking some barbecue down to <laughs> campus or what? There's no Anheuser Busch allowed in my in my family's view anymore. <laughs> now, does it no is it any Anheuser Busch product for you or just Bud Light? If it's got a cause, anything Anheuser Busch does. Yeah. Any 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 Anheuser Busch, I am done with. I've I've always been a Miller Light guy. Yeah. Well, that and Twisted X. Twisted X. There you go. Had a couple of those uh, McConaughey's. We we those had a golf. Yeah, fantastic. Those we are, are the 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 they're a little bit worse than Electric Jellyfish, in my opinion. Yeah. The same. Yeah, I'm not. A, I'm not a huge IPA guy, but if I am drinking one, it's McConaughey's from from Twisted X. We had the Karmic Kiara golf tournament. Karmic uh, Kiara is a gentleman over on the East Austin who's had the Karmic Kiara Track Club since 1979, helping kids in the East in East Austin get off the streets and onto track to help better their futures. So we had Karmic's golf tournament um, this week. It was a really good time. Saw a lot of good folks and uh, raised a lot of really good money. Check out. Uh, Carmet's deal, ckyouth.org. He's one of Austin's treasures and uh, great day. Finally got to play some golf. Didn't play great golf, but at least I was out there on the course. It was beautiful. It's been beautiful this week. You been getting outside at all, TikTok Ty? No, not really. Hell no. You know, Ty's inside just dumping his gaming controller. Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's doing, he's, well, he's doing TikTok. I'm, I'm either here. No, I, I deleted TikTok, remember? That's right. Because you're, you're an American, or I'm a, I'm a I'm a real American. There you go. But uh, boy. yeah, no, I, I I had a good week. I took it. I took a day where I was supposed to go to Dallas this week to pick up my new car, and I got a, I got about to Temple Salado region, and got a call from the the shop in Dallas that the the new car wasn't going to be ready till the 24th. Oh, so I turned around and spent the rest of the day, and like Casey said, just fiddling my thumbs and gaming. Did you, did you go up to the the domain and just hang out for a while, or what? No, I'm not a domain guy. Okay. No, that's the domain reminds me of California. Yeah, and I've never been to California. So. Never. No. The, far, the farthest on? west I've been is Las Vegas. Okay, but I, I'll probably go eventually. But so you've never seen the Pacific Ocean? Nope. Okay, never. Well, we'll LA be. is a cool little vibe. Yeah, it is. I've had a really good time it's out. Kind of like a, it's kind of a. It's just kind of a. You just kind of drink all day, and I don't know. I guess that's kind of what my vacations are. <laughs> yeah. Hey, what'd you do out in California? Huh? I drank all day. That's good. Checked by the pool and it's good weather. I've never been to the beaches out there, though. Uh, beautiful beaches. Uh, my brother moved out there a couple years ago and so got a chance to go out there and visit with the family out in Newport Beach. Uh, it's beautiful out there. I mean, the weather is just perfect. Uh, they've oh, had yeah. a lot, they've had a ton of rain this year, but spent, spent some time over there at the beginning of January. I don't know what you guys were doing, but I was watching some football. You watching uh, Arizona Cardinals implode? Buddha Baker's like, I'm out. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't. I just saw that last night. Yeah. Um, Cardinals aren't in a good shape necessarily. They got a quarterback with a torn ACL that's coming back off injury. Not sure if DeAndre Hopkins will be back next year. Uh, Buddha Baker has asked for a release. Zach Ertz has got a knee injury. JJ Watt is retired. Uh, it's it's uh, it's going to be interesting to see how Gannon what he does in his first year out in Arizona as the new head coach. You see, they picked up the Ravens, uh, OBJ yeah, to the Ravens. I did see for one year contract, trying to get Lamar to stay. And have y'all been following what's going on with the Washington Commanders and all that? Like Daniel Snyder selling right now, the the biggest bid is uh, this guy named Josh Harris, 
uh, American and private equity that he, oh, I think he owns the, the uh, New Jersey Devils and the 76ers. Is that correct? Yes. So right now he's got a $6.05 billion bid to buy the Commanders, and that's kind of where everybody thinks he's going. But I was reading this report last night that they also just received a $7 billion bid led by a group of a guy named Brian Davis. Does that name sound familiar at all? Is that the guy that works for the Statesman? No. Different Brian Davis. Do y'all remember (laughs) the Duke Blue Devils back in the day with Christian Leitner and Bobby Hurley? And there was a Brian Davis was like their their, uh, small forward. You remember this guy? No. Anyways, he is the guy that launched a $7 billion bid. How is he a billionaire? That's what I'm trying to figure out. Like he was a minority owner in, I think, a soccer club, like the D.C. MLS team. And then now all of a sudden he's... He's got eight, seven billion dollars to get to buy. Is that Bezos said, funneling him money, or I don't know. Is, he's a that? he's based out in Washington D.C., but I don't know. I mean, if the if the Washington Commanders sell for seven billion dollars, think how much the Cowboys. Oh sell God! Because I mean, Jerry Jones said ten would be, even though he would never sell, would be like the hypothetical number. Yeah, everybody's got a price. No, I think it would have to be like. 13, 14 at this oh, point. I mean, if, if Washington Dallas Cowboys selling, would be a twenty billion dollar purchase. Yeah. Had to be. if if the Redskins go for seven, come yeah, on. Man, now. I tell you what, there's so much dirty dirt on the Redskins with that email controversy. Hey, no. And like it's it's true. It's just yeah. it's still a stigma that's hanging out with them. Name change, they had, you know Stadium is literally uh, crap. Yeah. Supposedly if crap this, raining if, from the stadium. If this Harris group buys ends up, you know, the bid going through, supposedly they will probably change the name again. Good. Wow. So I like the Washington football team. Yes. Yeah, so WTF, than, I did more too. Than the commanders. Yeah. What do you think, Case? You oh. know, I don't <laughs> I mean I like the Redskins. Yeah. Yeah. Like well, Redskins. that's I mean, so did I, but I also like the think, fight in Illini at the University of Illinois. But Yeah, but that's a little that's Well, I had Chief Illini Week. Chief Illini Wick, who was a big part of University of Illinois, did the halftime, you know, performance and all that. As a kid, no, there's there's that plenty was so of much Native fun. American mascots that are still deemed okay. Correct. I mean, they got the Chicago Blackhawks. Mm-hmm. You got I think if it's I think if it's showing we're Seminole, the Florida State Seminole. Yeah. I mean, but the Redskins was a little that's a little tough. <laughs> a little different. Yeah. That's a little tough. But but I don't know. I don't know what's going to end up happening out in Washington, but I hope they get it figured out. We just need Dan Snyder out. That's I mean, I think the league is a better league with Dan Snyder out of football. I can't wait yeah, till Dan he Snyder's starts leaking been a stuff. Punk his whole his whole life. What'd you say there, Ty? I can't wait till he starts leaking stuff once he does sell oh, the team. He's oh he's well, gonna make it his life's mission to to ruin the NFL's you know, yeah, and, just ruin and, all these owners' lives. I wouldn't be shocked if this whole Brian Davis deal was just Dan Snyder, like leaking this story that you know, hey, I got a seven billion dollar bid from. I, I mean, he he bought that team for eight hundred million dollars. Yeah, that's what that's like a six hundred and fifty percent profit. Sure, on six million. I wasn't good at math, but yeah, that sounds about right. I mean, that's that's a lot. Yeah. Good, I mean, good yeah, for be, him. Be happy with what yeah. you're getting, especially hey, since you're getting. Take your money and just beat it, nerd. Would yeah. love if I never heard Dan Snyder's name ever again. I mean, li- I don't know if there's a worst owner in prof- in the history of professional sports. You know how many in- he's owned the team? Two. Uh, yeah. Two. And they were. Two. And that, that was a good. I mean, 
they were going to Super Bowls and at least competing were, before he bought the team. They were one of the three biggest names in pro football. I mean, they were winning Super Bowls with different quarterbacks. I mean, that was a pride, proud organization. And now they're, they're decimated right now. So they're going to have to build a new stadium. They're going to have to rename the team and have new owners. Okay. As long as we can get that rolling. Isn't that stadium built in like a swamp too? Yeah. So it's like even if you wanted to to you know it had, rebuild it or recon or you know renovate it, you wouldn't even be able to. Be literally so much money sewage to. Yeah, falling from the rafters or from like multiple, multiple times. Could you imagine being at an NFL football game and feel a little sprinkle on you and be like, huh, it's not raining outside. I'd only expect wonder, that in Philadelphia. I wonder, I wonder what that is. Yeah, you oh, look up. Oh, it's just sewage dropping down on me. <laughs> Are you kidding me? That's so foul. Are you kidding me? That's foul. Uh, <laughs> one of the texters, we should call them the Washington Bud Lights. <laughs> no, <we're not. laughs> I love it. Uh, Let's see. Here. I know you guys are can't wait for the USFL to kick Ooh, off today. We got some smoke on Is the text it? line. USFL. Will you watch any USFL game? Honestly, uh, maybe. I don't. Where? Where's this? I mean, no, sir. Yeah, the XFL, USFL. They're both. They're both playing same time. Where are they? What? What is the end game there? I mean, they are. I think they're just fighting it out to see who's going to end up being the next like minor league of the NFL, and it's not going to work. They've tried it ever since the. I mean, they've tried it since XFL, the beginning of the XFL. Shoot, they took the USFL way back in the day. Yeah. I mean, going back to the Washington, was the Washington Generals? Yeah. Is that isn't that what Doug Flutie was the first round pick of? Didn't Herschel Walker pay, play for? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. They had they had some good players, but they were they were trying to compete directly with the NFL. Now the XFL and the USFL, they know they can't mess. They know they can't mess with the NFL. So I think it's going to be a tie-in. I mean, the XFL, at least the XFL, kind of has a little bit of a storyline to it. I can't like, watch we're the, it. We're the 54th guy. I don't understand. There's great athletes. I just can't watch it. Yeah. I just thought, well, I might listen. I might watch it just because I saw where Colt McCoy just signed a deal to be a radio, or excuse me, a TV guy for the USFL. No, he's the color guy yeah. on one of the games today. Good for Colt. I think that's a great opportunity. I thought he was, I thought he was still playing on the Cardinals. He is. He's doing both? Yeah. He's doing this in the offseason. This is the offseason. Was oh, right this now. a tryout for the NFL? Kind I, of I thing? think that's exactly what it is. Hey, come to the USFL. Let's see if you got anything. If you're good, does Colt really have? Does he have a strong voice? I don't know. Team, I've, like, I've never. Games? I, I don't know. We're gonna find out because he's never called games. I always. Th- I always just think back to his his post game uh, interview after the national championship where he said God took the wheel. You know, he was. Obviously, that's probably one of it, the worst moments of his life. He was 20, he was crack, 20, 19, up, 20 years old, right? That's at just that what, I always think of his voice like that for some reason. Yeah. I, I realize it won't be like that. But. No, Colt, I mean, he's, one, he's extremely knowledgeable. I mean, as a backup quarterback in the NFL for, what, 14 years? I mean, he's going into, what, his 14th, 15, 14, 15th year? Is that right? What, he gradu- like that. graduated in 2009? Yeah. So he's fourth, yeah, 14th 14 year. year yeah. I mean, you're going to pick a thing up. You're going to be able to read defenses. You're going to be able to know when you, when you put somebody in motion, you know, that's to find out if the defense is in man, if the defense is in zone. I mean, oh, it'll be Tony Romo-esque. Yeah. For sure. Uh, but who would have thought when he was quarterbacking for the Cleveland Browns that he would have a 14, 15-year career in the NFL? 
I mean, obviously not as a I starter. I knew he would. But, I mean, I always hoped he would, but well, that those those are some of the worst NFL teams I've ever seen in my life, those Cleveland Brown teams that he had But he got for. screwed on that whole situation, too. You know what I mean? Like, it, it, that's the thing is a lot of people don't understand how a lot of people that get drafted get screwed because what happens is you get a, good, a lot – and you'll see him do better on other teams is because – is because they're not a good fit for that team. Yeah, or that you know, system. And then you got offense and defense. Yeah, or that system. You got offense and defense coordinators like, yeah, you're a good talent. We took you in the first round, second round, but you know you're not what we wanted. Yeah, I mean, you know what I mean. So it's just like it's a screw job. It sucks. The uh, texture Jeff Mudd, uh, he thinks Colt could be the next Dandy Don 2.0. He could be. You never know. Dandy Don Meredith? Yeah, Don Meredith, yeah. yeah. Back in the day? I love the a little, little before I my – I, I knew who yeah, you were talking <laughs> about, but that was a little, little before a quick, my time. I had to do a quick Google search to be like, who's Dandy Don? He was a Cowboys quarterback, right? Yeah. yeah. But, but, but good for Colt. And, and maybe that's a route that, that should be taken more for some of these guys. I mean, you saw what happened to Breeze, you know, two years ago when he jumped into not only calling Notre Dame games, but then he was calling NBC games in, in the booth. That was rough. Yeah, no, it was rough, but he never had an yeah, opportunity like, yeah. to try it out. Well, he he yeah, got well, he got should, tried out. They should have gave they should have gave, gave his tryout freaking you know an XFL game. I, I agree. It was no, it's not like they just stick him in the booth and they're like, all right, here you go. Like he definitely prepared and like did a bunch of practice runs and sure, but and then they stuck him in the studio. Yeah, that was that the was field. a mistake in my opinion. I think if for for anybody like Drew especially like. Be the Notre Dame guy for the year, right? That he was an NBC calling Notre Dame games. Why would he be the Notre Dame guy? Though? That's what he was doing. But why? I, because he's not a they Notre wanted, Dame guy. Yeah, but they he's he's an NFL quarterback who can obviously talk about football fluently and help educate some of the viewers about what's going on. He, he's doing a fine. He did a fine job for that. But when you're when you're only on one team, like if he was only Notre Dame. All he has to do is understand Notre Dame offense, defense, and the team that they're playing. He should be the Purdue guy, I think. First, I agree. Or I think too many people watched Notre Dame football for for that to be a. It was a, a really, it was a really tough. Hey, get out there, show us what you can do. But then they put him in the put him in the studio for NFL. Now he's got to study thirty two different teams, no thirty two different offenses and defenses, and all of that. And it was just too much, in my opinion. Do you think he could do kind of like a sports radio show, kind of like Brady Quinn? Because uh, I listen to Brady Quinn in the mornings when I drive here really? to Buccaneer, and they're on an hour before we are in the morning. And he, I'm, I, I love listening to him. His his insights, seem, yeah, and, and seem like they're pretty on on point. Yeah, but Brady Quinn got his start calling games like at a very lower level. He didn't just get thrusted into well, Brady's the, a dork too. Yeah, he's, I mean, he's, yeah, he's got some good points. Me and, the same, me and him were in the same draft class, and I was just like, this guy's a tool. <laughs> <laughs> but was but do you think he's I just don't like Notre Dame? So like yeah, I already yeah. had that. Yeah, like I've never liked Notre Dame since you know Joe Montana beat my dad in the national championship. You know what I mean? Like I've, I've hated him since then. And then when I came out the womb, everyone knew. <laughs> yeah, we all hate the Aggies. You know so. But but you know maybe a spot you know like the Big Ten Network. You know put Drew in there or put you know don't just throw a guy out even though you might think he's really good at what he's going to be doing. Does Baby he want steps. to coach? I mean, no. he coached. He threw away all that gambling money to coach Purdue for a month. Yeah, but that was, was that, that was, just a one-off. That was a one-off deal. Like, listen, Purdue's coaching staff, like literally ten of their coaches left. They didn't. They couldn't left. field Mid-season a coaching staff. BS. Yeah, 
They left in the right before the bowl game. They didn't have enough coaches. Like I would, I would be. If, you know how this. So this is what makes me mad about. So that whole coaching staff left right middle of the season. Left all their guys. Yeah. Left all these guys. They've 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 put all this time in with. And these guys really like these coaches. They're here for a reason, right? And they just leave mid season, like right, right after the was it right after the regular season, or is it just for the right right after the regular season? They said screw the bowl game. Yeah, it was it was you it, know season's over. You know that's usually when right coaching staffs change, and you know their their guy Jeff Brom got the head coaching job at Louisville. Yeah, they left after the Big Ten. They played in the Big Ten championship. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and then that's it, right. So they left right after that instead of going to the bowl game. See, but that's the thing. I don't want to go to Louisville now. If I'm a player, I'm like, no, these guys are just going to leave. Leave once they they win a couple games in Louisville, they're just going to leave again. And they, and you know who Purdue was playing in their bowl game? LSU, Louisville, Louisville. Oh, was right. it? Oh, well, no, no, they played LSU yeah. because what was so the old coach from Louisville was? Oh, I think he's going to Cincinnati, and they played. I, I just know whoever Louisville played in their bowl game. Yes, you're right. They swapped. You're right. Like, they were like swapping coaches, and they were like, are yeah. you are you going to? Sure. Sideline? Like, yeah, I can't. I no, can't. but it was it was LSU because I remember it was kind of an interesting juxtaposition for Drew oh, yeah. because he's a New Orleans Saints guy, and but he's got, also a Purdue guy, and they just got routed, stomped. Yeah. Have, you been, have you been listening to uh, Neon Dion? I can't wait to watch him coach on the. Can he? he does he have? He doesn't have any toes on his feet, does he? Uh, I, I think he's got like one or two. Have you seen? I think him he's walk? got. A, I think yeah, it's not good. I saw I Dion. Bad. I saw Dion Tuesday. So I was trying to tell y'all earlier. Really? Where'd you see him at? Yeah. I was up in Boulder last week. Did you go in and say hi to Dion? Or what? Yeah, selling water. Hell yeah! Did you make a sale? Yeah, see, so Buster—they're—they're uh, uh, they just got on the water right now. They're doing like, like a three-week trial. Get that, get on that high door. My brother's up there. I'm, I'm gonna try to get to a game this year. Well, I mean, TCU—they yeah, come. Uh, Colorado comes down to Fort Worth that's for the true. first game of the season. I bet, I bet he'll be. Sunny Dykes takes on Dion Sanders and the Fighting Buffaloes. Yeah, TCU's winning five games this year. Buffaloes? The yeah, Buffs. The Buffs, baby. I thought they were the running Buffs. Eh, running. The running fighting. Buffaloes. Benny the Buffalo? Benny That's, the Buffalo. Yeah. Still the greatest mask. Am I, it, it's the best mascot. The second. It's Ralphie, by the way. Oh, Ralphie. Yeah, Ralphie. The second biggest live mascot. Yeah. yeah in the he, nation. He can't hang with Bebo, though. Bebo yeah. horn his ass. Like Uga? Yeah. No, yeah, no, I was up there. They, uh, I got them some water just for a little trial or whatever, and um, they're all on it. And yeah, he he lost three of his toes or whatever. I told him I was like, I was like, soak your feet in this water. Yeah, drink drink high door. You're gonna grow. Up. You're gonna grow back, huh? No, I mean, it'll take away all that. Uh, take away all the inflammation, and then with with the high door though, like it's a cellular hydration. So, you know, basically, when you drink our water, our our cells and our body don't have to use any energy to break down the water because we're like 98 percent pure to our what are, what are in our cells the water yep. that in our cells and so they got more energy and they go start fixing all these little stuff like that's why my growing and hamstring doesn't hurt so my dad uh all the pains out of his hands for arthritis i mean it's it's crazy yeah no it's i'm case we're looking forward to seeing case is going to be running a new company high door water and yeah and it's gonna so, it's gonna it's, change it's, it could change the world i'm just saying not going to say that, but I'm saying it yeah. could happen. You never know. Hey, we yeah, got to take no, a quick I mean, commercial yeah. break uh, here. When we come back, we're going to talk a little bit about the defensive side of the ball at the te- for the Texas Longhorns. What is Pete Kwiatkowski, uh, what's his defense going to look like? We're gonna, we'll get a sneak peek today at the spring game. Uh, stay tuned. You're listening to the Big Ugly Tailgate here on the Horn. Oh, <laughs> 
and fast. Dedicated to all the girls around the world. Oh, this is Raven and Shaggy with a combination. Sugar. Welcome back to the Big Ugly Tailgate, a little bohemian reggae man for our good pal, Benny Buckman. Hey, Pods! He's in an airplane right now heading down to the Bahamas for a nice 24-hour jaunt. Go down there, have a good time with his friends. Shout out to Benny Buckman. Jamie, Jamie you miss Ben, don't you? I, I love Ben. Ben yeah. Buckman's good person, just good people. Um, Always adds a ton of good insight here. Did to you Big talk Ugly to Tailgate. him after the Masters? Was he uh, happy with the, the Rom victory? I think so. Didn't no. Yeah. I didn't. I didn't ask him specifically. Yeah. I, I, I'd be curious. Uh, maybe if he gets a layover in the next hour or so, he can call in and give us his uh, take on the Masters. But I love seeing John Rahm win. Yeah, I mean, he's, Ben's he's, upset if anybody but Dustin Johnson wins. That's true. That's they're true. Bookies, you know, they're they're like best friends, and they look Brooks, alike. They drink. They drink Bud Light together. <laughs> no, not not our man Saypods. He's been he's been sober no, they, for nine they, they years. Used to, they used to. They they used to. Probably they used to run together. Probably and they probably drink a lot of Bud Light together. <laughs> probably. <laughs> Brooksy fell apart. Yeah, Brooks just total choke job. Yeah, kind of fell apart. You yeah, feel, he just was just. Woo. You feel bad for him? Eh, no, I mean, really. you only play sixty four holes of golf in the live. That's what it came down to. Yeah, he, he, he got extra. too tired. I don't feel I don't feel bad for anybody that loses. It's, it's either you you do it or you don't. You know what I mean? It's, I can't. I don't. It's not a luck thing. It's a. You he, know what I'm saying? He was making a lot of excuses afterwards too. He basically he blamed it on Cantlay's group. For, well, what, well, you guys saw the swing that thing on. You saw that that little full swing. I haven't watched it. Flick. I haven't watched did, it. Did you okay, see well, Cantlay? Head case in there. He's a nutcase in that dang show. Oh yeah. He, well yeah, that's before he him and Molly came, Sims. It was not a good look for them. Before he kind of came out of he kind of came out of that whole darkness in the past few like month or two, and he won he won the the live event before the Masters, so he came in hot. I mean, it, started off hot. Yeah, I mean that's a dude that was crushing it for a three year period. What he won he won four four or five majors. All, all he won was majors. Yeah. yeah, that's all he's ever won is a major. Saypods uh, just chimed in via text over the Wi-Fi at Delta Airlines <laughs> that he's he was he was rooting for John Rom. He was excited that John Ron won. Uh, and again, I like that that amateur kid that came in. I think twelfth. The Aggie. Oh, the Aggie. Yeah. Come on. Nah. I mean, that's great. What's his name? Stetson Bennett. I kept on thinking it was. I thought I kept, <laughs> well, at the beginning of the tournament, I was like, did they? Did they? Did they give Stetson Bennett just a, a spot at the Masters <laughs> when he, he, he got a little goatee? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, no. But did you see? Did you see Cantley like when they were asking about his, you know, five and a half hour last round? Yeah, Jesus. And they were they were talking about Playing how with two dudes. and Brooks called him out on being slow, and Cantley was like, "Well, maybe Brooks should shut up and and not choke." <laughs> Well, maybe Cantlay should try to win a major. I, like I don't disagree. You know he was slow AF. Hey, he was slow AF. Did y'all see what? Did y'all see what uh, Cantlay post? I guess he hit a hole in one this week or whatever. <laughs> he said, uh, "He goes picking up my pace." <laughs> <laughs> That's good. <laughs> I said that's funny, but no, it was pretty bad. I was watching him drive the Cantlay guy. And I was like, "Holy cow!" Yeah. Or is it Hanley or Cantlay? Cantlay. Cantlay. Oh, Cantlay. Gotcha. Yeah. No, I mean. I was watching one time. I was like, "Dang, this guy takes longer than you know some of them old people. You know, some older gentlemen that go up there and you you know you see that the group in front of you, that old man that's sitting there, and you're like, dude, this guy got a swing." That's probably the way it was yesterday at the uh, UT alumni golf tournament. Yes, it was. But we uh, who's the slowest golfer out there spot. yesterday, Case? We started on ten, so 
and then Michael Griffin and them are in front of us, but they somehow went back behind us. I don't know. <laughs> we're playing different holes. I don't know. So we had nobody around us. So we just we had a tent some rolling through there, kicking ass. Hell yeah, <laughs> love it. Well, that hey, we got a skinny guys. We got to take a quick commercial break. Stay tuned for the next hour of the Big Ugly Tailgate. We'll be right back. I've been to Reno, Chicago, Fargo, Minnesota, Buffalo, Toronto, Winslow, Sarasota, Wichita, Tulsa, Ottawa, Oklahoma, Tampa, Panama, Mattawa, La Paloma, Bangor, Baltimore, Salvador, Amarillo, Tocopilla, Baron, Quilla, and Padilla. I'm a killer. I've been everywhere, man. I've been